Welcome to the Intimate Inspirations Podcast. I am Michelle Blumentritt, and I cannot wait to share with women, no matter what your phase of life, a longtime passion of mine to help you find your beautiful. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am really excited about this episode because over the years, as I have talked to many different women of all seasons of life and friends, I found this to be a topic that often will come up. And a lot of women and men, I think, think of things like this early on when we're either dating or newly married. But then as things change, we either have kids and work life and things get busy and we don't think as much about these things anymore. I'm talking about doing things regularly to keep your husband interested and excited to be able to see you at the end of the day. Before I lose you, understand that I am not saying that as women, we all just should sit around at home all day waiting and preparing for our husbands to get home from work or whether we work and we rush home to get ready for him to be there. This is not at all what I'm saying, so I need you to hear me when I say that. In fact, what I'm going to talk about in this episode can really apply whether you're a working wife or a stay-at-home wife or mom, whether you both work full-time or one of you is at home and one of you works, or even in this day and age, we have a lot of people who work from home. So maybe you work from home and your husband works away or vice versa, or you both work at home, which can also be challenge a challenge when it comes to things as well. But either way, and no matter what, what we're going to talk about in this episode will apply to you. I promise you, you will not want to miss it. Again, we've said this and I've talked about it before, but life is busy and we all have distractions in our life, no matter what the season is that we're in. So you might be a newlywed and just gotten married and you're both, you and your husband are working on a lot or all the time, or you're at home and he's working a lot or you're working out of the the home, or you have small kids at home, maybe one or two or three little ones, toddlers, and um, you've got those distractions that are coming into play, or you have teenagers. That's also a whole nother thing. Or you're in a phase of life where you might have elderly parents and whether those elderly parents live with you and your spouse or they are just living near you and you're traveling back and forth often, maybe once a week or twice a week or even more than that to be able to take care of them and worry about how they're doing and what's going on. That's also another distraction. Whatever the phase of life that you're in, there's always something that's going, these responsibilities that can all keep us from nurturing our relationship with our spouse. The things that we do when we're dating or even newly married tend to just fade into the background oftentimes after a while. And I'm here to tell you today and talk about that does not have to be the case or the way it happens. So 
what are some things that we can look at and and take into consideration? I once learned with my husband early on, and this was probably again when we were newly married, and you'll hear me bring this up a lot about um, him and I going to marriage counseling. And we, like I said, we've gone to marriage counseling at the beginning of our relationship and throughout our marriage. And whether we were doing great or struggling, we felt like that was something that was important to us. Sometimes even just a checking in for, for counseling and just a, just kind of a tune up. We, we all need that. And so one of the things that our marriage counselor once was telling us, and I can't remember what stage of our marriage we were in, but it really resonated with me and we've applied it oftentimes as well. But she was explaining how in just in general, men in a relationship want to be respected and that is their desire and women want to be loved. And when men are not feeling like they're being respected, they don't show love to their spouse. And in the same way, women want to be loved. And when they don't feel loved, they don't show respect to their husband. And this was a huge tool for us because it really helps you to understand that it's it's a cyclical thing that keeps happening, right? And you both just go round and round. If somebody doesn't eventually give and decide, hey, I'm going to make these changes. And usually when that happens, there's a change in the other partner as well. And that takes place because there's a softening of your heart and of his heart that happens. So why not show your husband the respect that he longs for by taking some steps and being intentional about a few things when you see each other at the end of the day. Like I said, whether you're working and he's working and you're going to get home around the same time or whether you're at home during the day with the kids and he's working or he's at home during the day and you come home, I'm speaking to you to give you some just reminders of the things because we forget these things. And that's what I was saying is these are the things that we do when we're in the um, trying to impress phases of a relationship where you're excited and, you know, you have the warm fuzzies and these are all things you want to think about doing. And then oftentimes as you've been married for a few years or five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, these things kind of tend to fade off. And I am passionate about talking to women about these things not fading into the background as you've been married for years and still continuing to keep your husband interested even after 15, 20, 30 years of marriage. Keeping that in mind, Here are just some of the reminders and some of the things that I have come up with and that I think might be helpful that I'd like to share with you in ways that you can do for your spouse. The first one is to know their love language. I'm pretty sure that I have mentioned this before, but it is important to know your spouse's love language. And in order to show them the love from you, the way that they want to be shown love, you have to know what that looks like for them. 
and it's different for everyone. And if you aren't familiar with the love languages, I highly recommend getting the book, The Five Love Languages, because it is just a great reference to have and to figure out both for you and your husband, figure out what your each of your love languages are so you can both understand because, and I think I've said this as well, but we often tend to love our spouse the way that we would want to be shown love, which isn't usually the way that they always want to be shown love. It's typically the opposite or there's always a different way. And so you want to know what that looks like for them. And I would say find out what it is that makes him feel love from you and then do these things before you see him at the end of the day. And that can mean, again, there's acts of service is one of the love languages. Touch is one of them. Um, Time. My husband is an acts of service person. He, the way that he prefers to be shown love is by showing him that you love him, doing things for him. So I have learned over the past 25 years of marriage with my husband that the way he is shown love is for us to take care of the things that he has worked really hard to provide for our family. And for instance, my vehicle. It took me years to figure this out, but him getting in my car on a weekend when we've gone through the week of work, I, of course, was living in my car a lot of the times. I either had small kids and I had car seats and it might be messy or we had kids that were in grade school and middle school and they were in sports and we were in the car driving all the time stopping and eating in the car we lived in our car and it drove my husband crazy when he would get in the car on a Friday or Saturday and the car was a mess so a simple thing for me that I was able to do that didn't take much effort or time on my part was that I would just make a point to clean out my car, I'd usually try to take it to the car wash if I could on a Friday during the day before I knew that he'd be getting in the car. It was just a small thing, but it meant a lot to him. After a long week and stresses and things going on, it was just something that he hated getting into the vehicle if it felt cluttered and messy. And it to him, it felt like we weren't appreciating the things that he had worked hard to provide. And I didn't, for me, that is not my love language. So I didn't resonate with that. I didn't understand. It took me years to finally just realize that that was one way that I could show him that I appreciate him and all that he has provided by simply having my car cleaned for him when I know that he's going to be getting into it at the end of the work week or at the end of the day. And it's a small thing. Like I said, it wasn't much time and effort on my part most of the most weeks, but it was huge to him. And it was a huge thing for us in our marriage as well. The second thing is Try not to dump all of the day's frustrations or concerns on to your spouse the moment that they walk into the door. 
at the end of the day. Now, this goes both ways, right? Whether you both work and you've had a long day of stresses and things going on, or one of you's at home and the other one comes home, you don't want your husband to come home and be dumping all of his stresses and problems and the day's things that happened at work with his employees or coworkers onto you. So in the same way, try to allow him to come home and unwind and kind of sit down and process the day, maybe have dinner, whatever, and then be able to go over some of the things. I am not saying don't talk to your husband in the evenings when he gets home about whatever things you need to talk, maybe issues or things that happen during the day. I'm just saying maybe read the room, right? Sometimes it's better to just let things settle and calm, kind of let him come in, get situated, or you both get home and get situated, talk about a few things that went on. And if there's something that happened in your day that you might need to address with him or something that happened with the kids, bring that up, of course, but maybe give it a little bit of time. And just doing that small thing can really dictate how that conversation goes between you and your spouse. Because if you bring things up and there's a stress behind it and one of you is super stressed out or even hungry and it's just not the time, that conversation and those issues that you might be bringing up could go very wrong if you're both not in a place where you're able to process those things. So I just say to that, maybe table that until you know that you're both in a place where you're able to hear what the other one needs to say. And again, certainly talk to your husband, have a conversation about the things that that went on that day, but maybe just not bombard them the moment that they walk into the door or the moment you both walk into the door. Thirdly, send your husband love notes or texts during the day or even in the morning. Realistically, in today's world, most of us are probably not writing love letters the way we maybe used to, or even cards as often, but we might be leaving a little note, a sticky note on their mirror, or even writing on their mirror and lipstick and on, you know, their vanity mirror in the morning before they get up and leave or during the day, just sending them a little text that says, I love you. I can't wait for you to come home today. I miss you. Hope your day is going well. Can't stop thinking about you. And I know for my husband and I, it just means that during the day you stopped and thought of them. And you may do that multiple times during the day where you stop and think about your spouse, but do we act on it? Do we do something that lets them know? And I know for me, when my husband sends me a text in the middle of the day, that isn't something he is asking a question or related to work. If he's just sending me a text to say, I love you, I feel it goes a long way for me that day and even into that week. And sometimes if you and your spouse have amazing, you love making the night before and the next day, 
you send them that text that says, I can't stop thinking about last night, it just makes them feel that much better all day about thinking about that again. And just feeling that he wants me or she wants me and knowing that that you're you and your husband are still into one another and when you're a mom and you've got small kids at home or when you're older and you're feeling all the things of being older and looking realizing that you're not 25 anymore sometimes those little texts go a long way because it reassures you that he still wants me, he still loves me, he's still into me, or I'm feeling that way about him. So those things, I would say that is something that we, my husband and I, again, I'm not saying do this, you have to do this every day, but just those little texts or notes that you can do on, you know, maybe every couple weeks or whatever, go a long way in a marriage. And then ask him if there's something that you can do for him. Simple thing. And some of you may be really good at this. I know for me personally, this is one thing that when my life gets really busy and I'm taking care of all the things in my life that are all of my responsibilities, I feel like, gosh, I'm already doing all the things, right? I'm taking care of the home, I'm taking care of the kids. Those are all things that I'm doing essentially for him, right? So I'm not thinking about just simply asking him that question of, is there anything I can do for you today? If you are a mom that's at home or a wife that's at home and they're working, you might say they're errands that you need run or just what is, is there something you need? And again, these little things can go a long way. Just showing him the love and respect by asking him if there's something that you can be doing. And I personally could do better at this, just simply asking my husband if there's something that day that he needs. We just tend to get into our routines, right? We do all the things that we no need to get done. And we don't think about just taking that moment to say, is there something you need? It's as simple as that. Now, given that, be prepared that if there is something that he might need, make sure that you are going to be able to do whatever that might be. If that's run an errand or go somewhere, you want to make sure that that's a day that you actually have the time to do that. If you're crazy busy that day, it's probably not a good idea to bring that up just in case he does say, yeah, actually, I need X, Y, Z, and it's not something you can do. But again, just asking him and taking that time to let him know that you are thinking of him and if there is something you can do, you want to know what that might be. And then do simple self-care things before you see your husband. And as you all know, this is one of my favorite topics, so you're always going to hear me bring things like this up. But just putting on some lipstick or lip gloss before he comes home or before you see him if you're leaving to you know, go home from work. Brush your teeth. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, this is one of those things that just all the things that 
make a difference in how you feel about yourself and how he feels too. You know, you're going to go give him a kiss, but you had an onion, you know, whatever sandwich for lunch and you want to think about that. So yeah, brush your teeth, put on some lip gloss, even put on something cute and feel cute, feel good. Now, I'm not talking about always putting on a little black dress before your husband comes home or heels and all the don't don't hear me say that because this is not at all what I'm saying. I just know that for me personally, one of my go-to comfy outfits when I come home, especially in the winter, is a pair of flannel pajama pants and a big oversized sweatshirt with big fuzzy socks. And of course, as women, we all take our bras off and we just get cozy, right? That's one of the first things we want to do if we know we're in for the night. So I'm not saying that you always have to do things that are, you know, done up and hair done and making yourself look cute, but just simple things. Just maybe not putting on the sweatpants one afternoon and having the big oversized sweatshirt, but being intentional about what you're wearing when you get home or when your husband comes home. And these are, again, I I get it. And please know that I have been in these seasons of life where these things are much more difficult in some seasons than in others, where you have kids at home or whatever you've got going on, that it's not easy to just do that and feel sexy and feel cute. I, I totally get that. But there are days when maybe you've got that extra bit of energy when you can take the time to run upstairs, brush your teeth, put on some lip gloss, put on something cute, even put your hair in a cute messy bun and just feel good when he walks in the door or when you walk in the door with him. If you are someone who maybe works from home, which I know is much more common these days, again, you're probably not wearing cute stuff or maybe don't wear makeup. Just one or two days out of the week, make it a point to do that and have him know that you did that for him. You wanted to do that for him. And I know for me personally, um, and I will be talking about this in later episodes, but I work with my husband and we obviously being that we work together, I go to work I see him all day during the day. We come home, we're together. So it's different, but there's still ways in which I feel that I can do things during the day for him. Sometimes when I go to work, even though we work in a pretty casual dress setting, I'll dress up and wear something that I know that he loves of mine and just want to go to work and look cute or sexy for him that day and him just knowing that the reason that I did that was for him because there's nobody else there I mean we have girls that work in the office and I'm doing it for him and he knows that and he almost always notices is this something that I do every single day of the week when I'm at work nope definitely not but I do probably at least once a week, I do this because I know. And if I know he's going to be in the office that day, I will typically do things like that. And it just 
keeps things alive in our marriage. It keeps things a little bit spicy when we remember that we are still into one another in that way. If you're feeling like you have extra energy, you could even put on some lingerie underneath of your flannel PJs in the afternoon before he gets home. Give him a sneak peek and let him know maybe what's coming later because if you have kids at home, that may not be feasible the minute he walks into the door as we all know things change and that's okay but just giving him that little bit of a preview of hey I'm gonna want you later so I'm just letting you know and again it just brings back a little bit of that spice into your marriage and then lastly tidying up your home before your husband gets home Again, if you're out working all day, and I do now for the last 12 years, I have worked um, out of the home, but it's something that I still try to make a point to just tidy up. And again, depending on the phase of life and that you might be in, this is easier at some points than others. Obviously, if you have little ones at home or things feel a little crazy, the house might not feel all tidy and perfect. Obviously, there's going to be times when it feels way more chaotic than others. But I know for me, when I was a stay-at-home mom, when my kids were younger, and I would try to make it a point as much as possible. This was not always the case. So know that this was sometimes you're exhausted and you just don't have it in you. But when I was able to, I would just tidy up, pick up, some of the clutter as much as possible, toys, whatever that might be. And one of the things that I feel like this is kind of twofold, I'm going to lead into with this because this is something that I feel is really important in a marriage. And that is keeping the bedroom clean. Your main or master bedroom should be clean. And again, this is not always something that we do all the time or are able to do. But I would say for the majority of the time, try to keep your bedroom clean. Your bed made and clutter removed. There shouldn't be baby toys, dog toys, all those things laying around in your master bedroom. Why do I say this? Because to me, when you think about something that's so important to intimacy, this is one of the key components because when you walk into your bedroom at the end of the day, you don't want the stress of cleaning it all up or it reminding you that you have mounds of laundry to fold or to do because it's all sitting on your bed or on the chair that's in the corner of your room. Trust me, I know, I've been there, I've done that. Just keeping that room less chaotic It's a place, it should be a place that you both, you and your husband can go to retreat and to just relax 
and get away from the other stress. And maybe your home isn't always super clean and has clutter with kids stuff or whatever, but your bedroom should be clean. And I, I say this, I this was something when even before I got married, I went to a retreat, a women's retreat, and the speaker was this awesome lady who I just loved. She was, I don't even know how old at the time, probably in her 60s. And she was speaking on sex in the home and in a Christian marriage and what that looked like. And one of the things that she brought up was keeping the bedroom clean and why that is so important in your marriage when it comes to intimacy. Because you want to have a place where you can go where there's not all of the reminders of the chaotic and craziness going on. It's the place where you can go to escape, essentially, and get away from all of that craziness, especially as women. When you think about women's minds, our minds are going all the time. We just constantly are thinking about what it is that we have to do. We're running through in our minds the next next thing we've got going on. We're making lists, checking them off. And so that's one of those things that even when you're in your bedroom, even when you're having sex as women, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do that. What are the kids doing? What's going on? You don't want your room to be one more distraction because it's not clean and it doesn't feel like your sanctuary. And that was one thing that this woman at the retreat had said was just keeping the master bedroom like a sanctuary. And so I looked up the definition of what a sanctuary is and it said a place of refuge or safety. Anywhere a person feels especially safe and serene. Is your bedroom a sanctuary? Is it a place where you feel safe and serene? you and your husband can go to together. It makes a difference. There it is, a few reminders to help you be the wife that your husband can't wait to see at the end of the day. Things that you can do to make him think about you during the day and be excited to come home to you. And trust me when I say this, that nine times out of 10, when you are doing these things, they're going to be reciprocated. All of these things are things that our husbands can also do for us. And when you're sending him the little notes or the texts or doing things that really show him love the way that he wants to be loved because you know his love language, he's going to notice these things and you're going to feel that love and respect right back. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that you are excited about applying at least one of these things even in the week to come. Always remember, you are beautiful.